ready to volunteer. Okay, you'll do. Come up here. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei! Okay. Now I'm gonna give you one chance. One chance, people. Give me your best shot. The Man From Nowhere is a South Korean action thriller film released in 2010 and directed by Won Bin. The Man From Nowhere tells the story of Tai Sik, a retired hitman who befriends a little girl he must save from an organ trafficking ring. The movie is available on Netflix. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Tai Sik is a pawn shop owner who befriends a little girl named Somi. Somi's mother, Hyojung, is a heroin addict. Instructed by her boyfriend, Hyo Jung steals a heroin sack from a man at a nightclub. A drug lord named Myung Gyu gets word of the stolen drugs and has his henchman track her down. Putting the drugs in a bag, Hyo Jung takes it to Tai Sik's pawn shop for safekeeping. Myung Gyu's henchmen eventually find Hyo Jung. They torture her in front of Somi as the others head to the pawn shop to intimidate Tai Sik. Easily defeating them, Tai Sik realizes that Somi is in danger. Myung Gyu forces Tai Sik to do a drug deal in order to save Somi. The drug deal goes awry when the cops are alerted. Myung Yu and his henchmen escape. However, Tai Sik is arrested when Hyo Jung's disemboweled body is found in the trunk of his car. Escaping the police station utilizing advanced combat skills, the police run an extensive background check on Tai Sik, revealing that he was once a hitman, but retired after an assassin murdered his pregnant wife. While Tai Sik searches for Myung Yu, his bodyguard, Ram Rawan, kills him leaving operations in the hands of his henchmen, led by Mansok. During a shootout between them at a club, Tai Sik is badly wounded. After making a recovery, he finds a drug plant ran by Mansok's brother. He destroys the base and frees children who are forced into labor. He confronts Ramrawan and Mansok. Before they engage in a battle, Mansok shows Tai Sik a container with human eyes, implying they are Somis. Enraged, Tai Sik viciously kills both men. Coming to the realization that he failed to save Somi, Tai Sik prepares himself to commit suicide. Just as he is about to shoot himself, Somi reveals herself to be alive and informs Tai Sik that Ramrawan spared her life and took the eyes of a surgeon instead. The police then arrive at the scene. The film ends as Tai Sik and Somi tearfully embrace, as Tai Sik tells Somi that she will have to be on her own, as he will be arrested for everything that transpired. You know, whenever somebody brings foreign films to me, Oh, man, I got to give them a fucking beer or something. A gift, maybe, for the holidays or some shit like that. I don't know. Because, <laughs> man, whenever someone tells me about foreign films, especially when they're in Korea, because I brought it up in the past in this podcast, that I love me some fucking Korean films, man. And this is fucking one of them. The Man from Nowhere. So without further ado, let's get fucking started. What do you say, brother? Do it. Let's do this shit. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 48. 48. A beer in a movie with the Wee Side Boys. We're your host, fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Fuck, the man from nowhere, brother. We've been meaning to do this one for quite some time. Yeah. Brought it to your attention. Good brother brought it to our attention uh, many months ago, and we're finally able to do it now. Had to push it back a little bit, but I'm glad we're, we're able to do this now. Uh, this is a kick-ass movie. It is action-packed. Uh, I wouldn't say like action packed as far as it goes, you know, like like popcorn flicks and shit like that. Yeah, you know, like martial arts and uh, hitman stuff. Uh, in a way, kind of like John Wick. Yeah, you know? but I but not as idea. yeah, but not as like impressive as John Wick. You know, mm. uh, especially the first one, man. That fucking that first John Wick movie was fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, the Man from Nowhere, man. I just I watched it. I've been meaning to watch it because I've had it on my queued up since. Fuck, since I had Netflix, man. Okay. And I never went out of my way to watch until the good brother uh, that I'll get into in a little bit told us about it, man. Uh, but yes, we'll get into the plot. We'll get into these characters with very unique names. There's quite a bit of them. Uh, we'll do all that good shit, but discussion of this movie does not start with opening up some beers. So, brother, let them know what we're drinking tonight. Tonight, we are drinking Singha. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sorry. 
Sounds good, brother. This is the original Thai beer. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know why uh, I chose this beer. Right? Let me get a swig right here. This is a okay. premium lager. Yep. Premium Bottoms lager. up, brother. Cheers. Oh, yeah. This is bomb, dude. It reminds me of a beer, but I can't think of it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. This is so good. It's a five percenter. Dude, I, I brought up this one time where, I forget what episode it was. I want to say it was a Spirit Away episode where I was talking about how I was uh, I went to Thailand uh-huh. and on the on the plane, yeah, I had some beers. I had a Taiwanese beer. I had a Thai beer, a Chinese, a Japanese. I think they were all bad. Uh, this man, this is fucking good though. Yeah, you know mm. I've seen this beer before, um, but I've never tried it. So this is the first time that it's touching my lips. Yeah, so I'll tell you why I got this beer, brother. Okay. So I was looking for Korean beer, couldn't find shit. And then I I stumbled upon this one and I saw that it's Thai. Mm-hmm. So then there's one there's one character in this movie. Uh, his uh, his name is Ramroan. Mm-hmm. He is a Thai uh, actor. Okay. So that's why I was like, okay, I'll get that association because to me <laughs> Ramroan was a badass to me. Yeah. At least. Yeah, he was yeah. a fucking badass. Uh, I'm not not that I say I root for villains and shit like that, you know. But excuse me, right there, burp of the week. But he was fucking cool, calm, cool, calm, collected, calculated, you know. And even though I wasn't, I wasn't rooting for him. I thought he was a fucking badass. So I saw this and I was like, all right, let's get it for Ramrawan, dude. All right, so bottoms up right there, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Ponder off that, brother. Our shout out of the week is the gentleman that brought this movie to our attention. It is good, brother. This is his second shout out. Uh, if you have not gone out of your way to check out the Barfly episode, we give him a shout out on that one. And that is our good brother, Ivan Perez. Cheers, brother. Much love to you. Hope you're doing well. Let me get a swig right here for the good man. Cheers. Mm-hmm. So Ivan, he like, uh, he messages me from time to time. He gives me like theories on certain movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that told me, hey, check out this movie. And I did. Like, as soon as he said it, like, uh, it's Korean, and then I saw the poster, I'm like, oh, I've seen the poster, like, fucking, oh, I've always seen it. And then I'm like, damn, yeah, I had this fucking queued up for years, and never went out of my way to watch it, and I watched it, and I was like, fuck, I wish I could have seen it sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, like, minor flaws with this movie that we'll get into a lot later, but overall, I'm I'm very fucking glad he brought this movie to my attention, brother. Yeah. Do you, have, do you have anything to say before we get into that? No, I've uh, never heard of this movie, at least I think. And uh, this is the first time I've watched it. Um, but yeah, that's that's my introduction, I guess, is nice. your guys' recommendation. Nice, nice. Well, I say nice because I just had another swig, brother. <laughs> I'm really digging this beard. Yeah. Uh, ponder off on that, Ricky, brother, you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Fuck, man. I, I think I'm already halfway done with this beard, dude. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sick right there. It's fucking delicious. I love me a fucking lager. I've been to Thailand. Mm. So you know how much I, I love Thailand. Give me four stars out of five, bro. This is fucking nice. delicious, bro. Nice. I'm digging this. Yeah. This is very smooth. It's almost got like a buttery taste to it. It reminds me of another beer, but I can't put my finger on it. It's very pleasant. It's a lager, but still, I like lagers. Yeah, they're, they're me very too. smooth, very easy to go down, very drinkable. This one is... It is very good. I'm also going to give this a four out of five. Nice, brother. Uh, no story time with Tiki. If you want to hear a story, check out the Barfly episode. Mm-hmm. Put the good brother Ivan. <laughs> Bottoms up to that. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into the premise of this film, brother. So we have a mysterious man. He is, he's got some shit I don't want to get into quite yet, but he he owns a pawn shop. He befriends a little girl named Somi, and then she gets kidnapped. So now he's doing everything he can to get her back. Mm. Uh, there's way more dark shit involved into this. I don't. I'm being very sparse right now with the premise of it. Um, there are a, quite a bit of characters. They all have unique names. I'm just gonna give them the names of of the characters. I'm not gonna go with their actual names of the actors. Mm. Only one, just the first one. Okay. And we're gonna start with Tai Sik. He is the main character in this, played by a gentleman named Juan Bin. And he is actually the director of this movie, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, he All directed right. this movie. And that. here's the kicker for this, too, is that this came out in 2010, correct? Mm-hmm. This is the last film he ever did. Huh. Yeah, he hasn't done anything ever since. I think he, he did TV as well, but nothing after this one. 
Um, did he do other films before this? Yeah, he did one that I'll get into at the very end. Okay. Yeah, it, fucking amazing movie, dude. And then, of course, when I tell you who directed it, then you'll be like, oh, no, no, no wonder. But yes, Ty Sick, he is the pawn shop owner that I just mentioned, played by Juan Ben. Uh, he befriends a little girl named Somi. And she's the one that I said gets kidnapped by uh, by some henchmen that I'll get into a little later. Somi has a mom. Uh, her name is Hyojung. Uh, she is a heroin addict as well as a dancer at a nightclub. Uh, we're also going to get to a detective named Chigon. And this detective, man, he the thing with him is that we, we as the viewer, we are rooting for Tai Sik at all costs. Right, bro? Mm-hmm. But the thing with him is that this detective, whether it's right or wrong, he just wants anybody that breaks the law. Yeah. Right. So along the way, Tai Sik breaks a bunch of laws that he's not supposed to. And Chigon doesn't give a fuck. He is going after him as well as anybody that's involved in this shit. All right. So now we're going to get into the villains. There's quite a bit of them. I already mentioned the first one. Might as well just get him out of the way again. And that is Ramrowan, the fucking absolute badass that he is, man. He is cool, calm, collected, a bit ruthless, but he has something that he does that fucking backfires on him, man. Uh, we'll get into a little later. Um, we're going to get into a drug lord uh, who comes up early into the film named Myung-gyu. And Myung-gyu has a bunch of henchmen, uh, most notably the brothers that are Mansok and Jung-sok. They are brothers. Uh, Jung-sok in particular has a very, very punchable face. Like he's the yeah. one with the yep. mm-hmm. with the hair, yeah, in his Over face there. and shit like that. Yeah. With the hair in the face. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. He's yeah. So those are the two guys. Uh and then the last henchman I'm gonna get to is Dochi. I probably butchered that. Uh he's a men- a henchman that gets used by Tai Sik for other reasons. He I'm gonna bring it up a little later, but there's parts of him that confuse me. Hopefully, you'll bring it up to my attention, brother. Maybe the correct thing. Or maybe someone out there who's watched this movie can message me something about it. But we'll get into that. And what do you say, brother? Let's get one more swig for the good men. And we'll get into the plot of this fantastic, kick-ass movie that is The Man From Nowhere. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. All right. So the film begins with a bunch of henchmen at a nightclub. Uh, I already mentioned that the the drug lord, his name is Myung-Yu. This is a bunch of his henchmen. Uh, they are at a nightclub for a drug deal. At this nightclub, you see Hyojung uh, dancing there. Uh, she goes backstage to this area where the drug deal is about to go on. Mm-hmm. And she's hiding through this like rack of clothing. And she fucking tases a guy. Mm-hmm. And fucking takes his drugs and shit. Yep. Uh well, when this happens, man, there's a detective, Chigon. Uh, Chigon is there. But, dude, I was a little confused because I was like, what the fuck? I thought he was with them. And when shit goes uh, wrong, mm-hmm. the the guys are saying, like, hey, where the fuck is the drugs? He's not coming out. All right, better go out there. Mm-hmm. So shit goes wrong. And then you see Chigon. Like, what a fucking badass he was here, dude. He's, like, smoking a cigarette. He's really nonchalant about everything. He empties his beer bottle and fucking throws it yeah. at at the big fucking motherfucker, yep. right? The big, mm-hmm. the big guy. Yep. And so I was like, isn't he with them? But then I was like, oh, he's a fucking detective, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if it's like undercover and shit like that. Well, they were doing a stakeout, I think. Mm-hmm. And because in the beginning, there's a scene with them in the bus, right? Or yeah. they're like in a, like a VW bus, like band type thing. Yes. And um, they're saying, you know, let's end this two month stakeout. Mm-hmm. So they've been scoping out this club and this drug dealer for a while. And then this is the night that they're they're hoping to, you know, make the bust. Yes. And so uh, Hyojung is instructed by her boyfriend to take the drugs and they take off. Uh, so now we transition to Tai Sik. This is his uh, introduction. Uh, very mysterious. He's got a hoodie on. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't say much. He's a man of a few words. Uh, he buys a few things at a store. Among them, it's uh, some white flowers. If you notice that, brother, yeah. bought some white flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also buys food. And then lurking in the shadows, you see the little girl. This is the introduction of Somi. Uh, so they walk into the apartment slash pawn shop that he's owning, right? And kind of invites herself for dinner, yeah. right? That whole sausage or mm-hmm. whatever that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I want to bring up about Somi is that she likes uh, 
or she loves, I should say, detailing nail art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's oh, let's remember that the nail art it, it is very important, uh, specifically the color yellow. She likes painting like or, or designing yellow nails uh, for people. Uh, and then we get a knock on the door, and it is Somi's mother, Hyojung. Uh, she knocks on the door asking where Somi is, but at the same time, she has the drugs that she stole, and she puts it in a camera bag yeah. and has it pawned uh, for, to, to Tai Six for safekeeping. Mm. Um, while uh, this is going on, she tells uh, Tai Six, she's like, "You don't you dare start luring kids there with you. And you stay away from my daughter, basically. Yeah. And she says, if uh, if I see her with you, uh, I'm going to rip her balls off. Yeah. Bit of foreshadowing there once but you she, find out. What she, she also fucking... flirts with them, too. Yeah. I mean, it's because she's a hoe, right? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, nah, I guess. I'm just going to say it like that, bro. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. She's just a lonely woman that dances <laughs> looking for love. She came off she, yeah, the way she was flirting, too, man. She already has a boyfriend. Why is she flirting with this dude? Okay. Yeah. That's right? True. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, when he closes the door on her, he goes back and, and he uh, Tysik sees Somi holding white flowers mm-hmm. and he like violently takes them away from her. So, you know, these white flowers symbolize something. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's remember that. Uh, then we get to the introduction to Myungyu, who is the uh, uh, the drug lord. And he is disciplining the henchman for fucking up this drug deal that went wrong. Uh, the one he's uh, disciplining is Mansock. He's slapping the dog piss out of him, bro. Yep. Yeah, he tells him, you have three days to get this her- this heroin, excuse me, or your body will be taken to this certain place is what he says, right? So mm-hmm. right there, they're planting the seeds about like a, the, the human, uh, the organ trafficking, yep. right, brother? Right? So uh, because of this, man, uh, afterwards, you see that Hyojung is with her boyfriend in her mm-hmm. apartment, right? Yeah. And he asks her, like, where the fuck are the drugs? Right? So he beats, starts beating the shit out of her for the heroin mm-hmm. because he's like, you're not supposed to be taking all of it. We're supposed to split this shit. Well, she's saying she wants 50%, mm-hmm. and the original agreement was 20%, but she says, you know, I did everything, so I should get 50%. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Thank you so, for cleaning that uh, up, yeah, That's why they're fighting. Yeah, and then the, the heartbreaking thing about this shit is that when he beats the shit out of her, Somi's right there watching the entire thing. Mm-hmm. That is so heartbreaking to her. Somi... Uh, is told to go outside and play. And while she goes out, fucking the mom fucking shoots up heroin. Mm-hmm. Ah, fucking heartbreaking shit right there, brother. Uh, the little girl that played Somi did a fantastic job in this, man. She was yeah. wonderful in it. Yeah. Uh, then we transition back to Ty Sick, man. And you you see this picture of his wife. So we already established that he's a mysterious man who doesn't really say shit. He's a pawn shop owner. And then he's looking at a picture of his wife and you're questioning where the fuck is his wife? Makes you fucking question if she's alive or not. Mm. Uh, and then the whole thing with the white flowers. So it has to be connected somehow. Yeah. Right. Next scene, bro, we see Somi being questioned by the cops because she's supposedly or allegedly fucking stole a backpack yeah. from a kid. And you see the 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 kid's mom hitting her. Yeah, I know. What the hell? And the cops ain't fucking doing shit about it. They're just yeah. watching it. They're like, hey, maybe you shouldn't hit her so much. Like, maybe you shouldn't hit her at all. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh, dude, if something happened like that to my kid, oh, dude. <laughs> Curb stomp on their motherfucking ass, brother. <laughs> Damn. Oh, and that's being fucking kind, mm. honestly, man. Uh, one of the cops tells Somi, you know, uh, we can't go on questioning you. We need to see one of your parents. And... Uh, Ty Sick is is watching from afar. Great, beautiful shot of him watching to where the the cop says to Somi, like, where's your parents? And she just points forward. Mm. And there is uh, Ty Sick. And he sees this shit and he goes, now, nah, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. He says he doesn't want to be part of this. Uh, this kind of, like, breaks the heart of Somi a little bit because she's got nobody. Yeah. Her mom's a dope fiend. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you can fucking say that the boyfriend isn't her dad. Yeah. So, you know, she's she's alone, dude. And so now we get to the introduction to some of the other henchmen. And this is uh, Mansok. He's calling his brother Jungsok. And then we also get Ramroan. Uh, Jungsok is kind of like a playboy, right, brother? Like, he's just like, uh, he's partying. He's in a jacuzzi with a bunch of women and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, he's, he's the younger brother. He's more hot-headed, it sounds like, mm-hmm. or seems like. He's mm-hmm. living the life of a gangster, I guess. Yeah, he's the one that I said has a very punchable face. Yes. Jungsok, right? Mm-hmm. So Jungsok gets a phone call from Mansok, and he says, hey, they found 
Hyojung, which by the way, how the fuck do they find her? Yeah, there's no there's no tip on that. Yeah, like, they don't I guess they figured it out, right? But they they do have her boyfriend, right? In a little bit later, so maybe he's the one? Could be, but I mean, they took it from them, so why would he be with them? I don't know, maybe because uh since she hid the drugs from him and the relationship soured, so to speak, mm. maybe he decided theory, to rat her out. I think. Uh. Yeah, so so he says they found Hyojung. So he gets up from the jacuzzi and they take off. Uh, we go back to Somi telling Taisik they're having a conversation. And he says, like, hey, like, are you embarrassed to be with me? Like, what the fuck is that? You know, because, like, the cop told her a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. But just leaving her in that situation when they said, hey, that's my dad, even though it's clearly not. Yeah. He could have helped her out. She says that was way more messed up than what the pig told me. Yeah. Being the cop and shit like that. Yeah. I do want to say, dude, uh, Tysik's acting, or I would say Wan Bin, right? His acting in this is fucking superb, dude, because he's very expressionless, mm-hmm. but you see that he's teary-eyed when he gets told that it's more fucked up what he did than what the fucking cop told her. Yeah. Uh, man, I fucking love it, man. I just think like his, all of, we'll get in, I'll get it to more of his crying scenes later. Mm-hmm. His crying scenes in this film were fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, I think I, it was a very good scene because Somi, she really sells it. She says, you know, I don't blame you for doing that, but that was that was worse, uh, like what you did, right? And yeah. then she's like, I want to hate you, but I won't because if I hate you, I won't like anybody. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, straight to the heart with a right, knife dude. with that one, man. So she's like basically making herself out to be an outsider just like Ty mm. Sick, dude. And she's really only latched onto him, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. like she really cares about him. Yeah, uh, and then to make shit worse, man, when she tells him that, she mm. ends up going home. But when she goes home, she finds Joe, uh, Jung Sok torturing her mom. Yep. And that's fucked up. The way the, the way is uh, she's being tortured is she's already bound, right? And then mm. she has, uh, Jung Sok has a, uh, like Air, a blow dryer, right? Dryer, yes. And he's like burning her with it. Yep. And then when Tai Sik goes back to his, uh, his apartment slash, um, pawn shop. He sees that the locks are broken, so that makes you think that the the henchmen are breaking into his shit so they can take or look for the drugs. Uh, Tysek sees this and he fucks them all up, dude. To me, yeah. he came off like a total fucking badass in here, dude. Mm-hmm. And then because of this, Ramrawan is in the car waiting for the henchmen to come back, and he has to go in there, right? And he's really fucking badass. And then he he has a phone. And he just like throws it to him. He's like, I need you to talk to uh to Jung Sok. To where Jung Sok says, like, hey, like, uh, I have somebody right here. And it's so me now. Mm. But what I like about this fucking shot, dude, or this scene, is that the way Ramrawan looks at him, he never keeps his eyes off of him. And the way he looks at him, dude, it's like there's an imminent showdown. It's kind of like, like, I'll see you again, motherfucker, you know? And then to make shit worse, dude, like to make him even more of a fucking villain, is that the henchman that he was with, he fucking kills them, dude. Oh, he yeah. He shoots them, dude. Yeah, the one that was knocked out. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's also strange that he speaks in English. Oh, does he? Oh, well, the version I watched, uh, he speaks in English. I don't know if that's the version I watched, but it was weird because, you know, I had the subtitles on. I wasn't uh-huh. switching between, you know, like a dubbed version. Right. And the one I watched, he he was speaking in English, which I thought was strange. Oh, interesting, because I watched it on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever Ramrawan talks, he doesn't always have the subtitles because it just has Thai language on it. It just says Thai speaking. Oh, then, you know, maybe the version I watched, maybe it was like they dubbed it. Mm. That would make more sense. Oh, okay. Because there are like, because even like um, Myungyu, mm-hmm. he's like Chinese, right? So, yeah, yeah. Because like when he later on we'll get into the scene where he talks to Tysik. Uh huh. They're like he has to have a translator for him. And shit yeah, like yeah. That, right. Which you know it kind of confuses me because those were subtitles for for mine. And, you know I can't tell the difference between you know right the languages because I'm not an expert. But I don't know why they would choose to dub him. I'll show you after we finish. Okay, the, the one that I watched. Yeah. So like I just mentioned that Ramuan threw him a phone, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's when. Uh, Jung Sok tells him, he goes, if you want to see Somi, because I have Somi and her, and her mom right here, mm. uh, you must do something for me. And it's basically, he tells him, you're going to have to do a drug deal to get Somi back. 
So he gives him these, like, uh, the very next day, right, he gives him these instructions to go to a parking lot. He enters a car. Let's remember, this isn't his car. He's just told to go to a parking lot, and he gets keys, and he enters a car. And this is when uh, Mansock and his brother are there at the same parking lot, and they follow him. They give him these keys where they tell him that he has to go to this locker. And this is where he has drugs, right? Mm. Well, we don't know that yet. But, like, the thing is, it's like a toy, right? Yeah. With the drugs underneath. I just got to say, the way they bent, they put together these drugs is fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> because he got his hands on these drugs so fucking easily. All they had to do was tip the fucking toy o- over. And you uh-huh. could see it from the bottom. We learn later on how they mainly move these drugs. Mm-hmm. And it makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because of this, he says, he still. let's remember now, he still has that phone that Ramrawan gave him, right? And he tells him, all right, you need to deliver this at a certain place at 6 p.m. And then at 9 p.m., you can see her or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So he has to meet, he ends up meeting with Myungyu. So let's remember, that's the drug lord. And he delivers the drugs to him, but Myungyu has no idea what the fuck is going on, right? And then we end up finding out that Mansok and his brother have set up Myungyu mm. and the cops arrive. Yep. And then he has the the fuck this is a scene where I'm telling you where he, everything had to be translated and shit like that. Mm. Yeah, so like uh the thing was like Myungyu didn't know what the fuck was going on. But it's like how the fuck do you not know? You know you're dealing with drugs. You've been looking for fucking drugs, moron. Mm. So that like he takes the drugs, right? And he fucking cuts it and throws it all over mm-hmm. Ty Sick, dude. So now they're covered in heroin. <laughs> so the fucking the the cops are coming. And then this is one part where I think they did they did this a little poorly, is that they say, "All right, just give them to the cops while they all take off." And then the next scene, you see fucking Tyson getting thrown off the building into a net. Mm. And it's like, did they throw him off or did he fucking jump off? That's a good point. I don't know because it wouldn't make sense if they threw him off because they want him to stay for the cops so he can get taken, right? They but if ma- yeah, but if he if he fucking jumps off, then why didn't they just show him being a badass that he already was fucking up everybody else? Yeah, I don't know. I think he, he must have jumped off then now that you mentioned it because I thought they threw him off trying to kill him mm-hmm. and then he got lucked out by the net mm-hmm. over the tennis courts or whatever it is. But maybe he saw the net and that he chose to jump out to escape. That would make more sense to me. Yeah, I just think they did it a little poorly right there. Hmm. Could have done a little better. Uh, he does pursue Myungyu in a car, right? And so this, this I have a flaw right here, brother. Mm-hmm. So the thing is right here, Myungyu gets into his car and then Tai Sik gets into the car that he was told to get in in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah. So he gets, Myungyu gets fucking stopped. You see, there's like a barricade of like fucking other cops that are waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And then Tai Sik fucking like purposely crashes into him so he doesn't leave, right? But then mm-hmm. the trunk fucking opens and then he stays there and he looks at the trunk and he's like, oh shit. And every, how this was done was actually kind of cool, like all in slow motion. With all the cops like running up to him, and then they see what the fuck is in the trunk, and you see the body of Hyojung, Somi's mother, yeah. disemboweled, brother. Mm-hmm. Like fucking, this shit was visceral, dude. This shit was brutal. Um, the 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 flaw I have here is that fucking uh Myungyu fucking gets away. Does he? He gets away because later on you see what Ramrawan does to him. Oh, okay. He mm-hmm. gets away, so it's like you you have him blocked off. And then the all all the cops just decided to fucking go to Tysek. I thought they all got arrested. No, dude, because oh. they take Ramrawan takes them later. We'll get into that a little later. Hmm. I go, I go. That made no fucking sense to me. And then it's like, what did he go back into his headquarters? Why the cops were already there? I don't know. I I don't either, brother. <laughs> I gotta point out the flaws when I see it. Okay. Uh, but but let's go back to um, uh, Hyojung, man. So when when little bit of like foreshadowing when she said, I'll rip your balls off. Mm. So like the thing is when they disemboweled her, right? So she's like cut up and everything. Mm. So I was a little, I was like, maybe it's a little bit of both. So I was like, did they cut her up to take her organs or did they stuff drugs in her? Jesus. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Because if they were to take her organs, why would they take the organs of a fucking heroin addict? Maybe they didn't know. Uh, I think it was pretty evident that she was like because she always looked like shit bro didn't she mm. not when she was dancing but <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah i guess okay uh i don't know did you just not let me nitpick on my part okay. right there but yeah so because of this man uh Tai Sik gets arrested and uh yeah but the thing the thing with this is when he's being questioned 
they do a background check on him. Not not like a crazy one, but they do a little background check and they say, okay, well, there's no record of this guy for six years. There's a, there's a gap right here. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> fucking the way he escapes, dude, was like fucking easy. Mm-hmm. But it was actually very good because like I mentioned, is that Ty Sig doesn't say much, right? Yeah. So when he does say something, it's because it's on purpose or it's for meaning and shit. Mm. So he says, a, uh, I'm left-handed, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he fucking says that shit. And then uh, w- w- whether the left-handed fucking means anything, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention that he fucking only uses his left hand to fucking hit people and shit like that. But It's because they serve him food, right? And mm-hmm. he has his left hand cuffed still. Yeah. So he needs. he's saying, I'm left-handed, so he needs his left hand to eat. That's why he didn't cuff him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how he gets away. He fucks them all yeah, up, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So when they look back at the video, they see that, oh, man, this motherfucker is like, excuse me, holy shit. Let me get a swig right there, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they said, oh, this motherfucker's skilled. Uh, let's do an extensive background check on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So they do that, right? So now we transition to the next thing where we see Hyo Jung's boyfriend, right? He comes out of a store. And a random old lady says, uh, excuse me, sir, like, can you uh, can you check the license uh, plate number on my car? I can't read it from here or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's very dark. Uh, and she says, is it the numbers like whatever numbers it is? Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then, boom, these motherfuckers come out and beat the shit out of them. Yeah. They hit him upside of the head with like a bat, it looked like or a yeah. bar. Yep. Uh, and then you see Somi getting taken to by the old woman. So right here, dude, is this like a bit of a trade? Like, are they trading Hyojung's boyfriend for Somi? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Because, because this is why I bring this up is because this the next scene made no fucking sense because Somi gets taken and gets in prison with all these other children, right? Yeah, it's like an orphanage something. Yeah. So the, these next two scenes, you see, uh, Jung Sok and Man Sok, they kill him. Mm-hmm. They kill the boyfriend. So it's like, why are you trading someone if you're gonna kill him? I don't know, man. Right. I got kind of confused at that point. I think it's just, yeah, I don't know. And to make shit other uh, worse, dude, is that now Ramrawan in the next scene fucking kills Myung Yu, the drug lord. Mm-hmm. So now th- what this means is that Mansok now has total control of all the operations. Crazy shit right there. Yeah. So now, because I thought Myung Yu was going to be like the main villain the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's Mansok. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yes. And then when they when I brought up that they do the special for uh, excuse me they do the background check on him uh-huh. on Tai Sik, it gets brought up that he is a special forces agent. Yeah, and he has military service, uh-huh. and that he was a fucking hitman, dude. Yep. The way they bring that shit up was like pretty clever, because they use like a death threat to the White House, right? Yeah. So what happens is they can't access his file because it's locked by the government. So the only way for them to get access to the file that he's mentioned before like earlier uh, a kid sent a death threat to george bush mm-hmm. and then the fbi said all right well here we'll give you access to this or whatever or they they pretty much cut the red tape at that point so that's mm-hmm. why they draft the death threat to obama yeah yeah so, all right but he sent it to the white house right uh, he's like he's like he's like moron do you have obama's email mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but yes man so he's a fucking hit man that's the crazy thing about ty sick that we find out so that would explain like his badass like combat skills and shit like that, mm. you know. But here, here's one part, brother, where I got a little lost, okay? Because I did mention that prepaid phone that he has, right? That Ramrawan gave him. Yeah. Right. So he uses his prepaid phone to kind of meet with this random person that fucking tells him where Mansock is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That made no fucking sense to me. He even gives him a card. It's like how was he able to track him down using a prepaid phone? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Th- okay. So let's like like just disregard that shit for now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's say just for the convenience sake, like this happens, right? Okay. All right. So the guy fucking tells him, "Oh yeah, he uh he's an organ trafficking donor or whatever the fuck it is. You know, he takes mm-hmm. like people from yeah. what he heard and shit like that. And then that for whatever reason, fucking unless this fucking asshole told him, oh yeah, you can see him at a nightclub or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That's where exactly where he goes. And then he goes into an elevator. And he sees Mansock right there. He's right next to him, but he never saw Mansock, so he can't do shit. Yeah. So, excuse me. Holy shit, brother. Another burp right there. So this is where I get confused, man. Because I, I, I did bring up his henchmen like, earlier when I was bringing up the characters. And that is Dolce. Like, how the fuck was he able to get a hold of him if he's his henchman? Uh, 
I don't know. Which one was Dochi again? Uh, Dochi is the one that he tells him, uh, where are you? He's like, I'm in the bathroom. And he's, Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, okay, like, how the fuck were you able to get, like, because he says, uh, oh, you're, you're racist, whatever the fuck it is for me. Uh-huh. How was he able to get that? I think he uses a guy for like one of his pawn customers because mm-hmm. he says like if I do this you'll get rid of my loan agreement or something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just some random guy that was like desperate for money, and so he he gets him to do it. But I mean, I get I was confused too. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, but I think he's just some random guy that isn't connected, and he's like going. He sends him in as an agreement to clear whatever he has to pay. In order to like pretend that he's a customer to the, the guy that you're talking about, don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that that's his role, I think. He's just some random dude. Okay. That's being exploited, I guess. Is the best gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, say, oh, thank you, bro, for cleaning that shit I up. Think, man. Uh, I hope so. I I, it makes sense now. <laughs> but yes, because of this, like Dochi's even like they're in the bathroom mm-hmm. and he's needing for like some drugs or whatever the fuck it is that he needs, right? Dude, and he was fucked up too because he was he like. He was roofied. bandaged up and shit, huh? Well, he no, he roofied that girl, remember? The one that was smoking the cigarette? Oh, that's and right, I think dude. he was, like, raping her. He was in, raping her, huh? In the thing, and he was, like, saying, oh, it was constipation, right? Yeah. And then that poor woman, dude, she even gets it worse, like, yeah. in the like, next And it sets scene, up yeah. this part right here, brother. This yeah. is where Tysik, like, he calls with that prepaid phone. He calls Doge. He says, where are you? Mm. He says, I'm in the bathroom. And it looked like a massive place. So yeah. how was he able to know what exact bathroom he was at? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Low flaw right there. Little nitpick on my part. He heads to the bathroom and just starts fucking shooting motherfuckers, bro. And this is where Ramrawan comes in, man. Mm-hmm. And Ramrawan, man, like the way Ramrawan fucking looked at him the first time they met. Yeah. When he handed him, he threw him the phone. And he's like, oh, I'm going to see you again, motherfucker. This is the scene right here. They, they engage in this fucking badass fight bro this fucking fight in the bathroom was dope man like in particular when he's fighting ramrawan the scenes look very realistic Mm -hmm. because i i I see this in movies all the time where like they have like this crazy ass fight and no one ever like goes to the ground and fucking like stumbles and shit Uh and real in a realistic fight like a bra you're gonna go down the ground dude you're gonna slip a little bit and shit Mm -hmm. like that you saw that here that was fucking good. Yeah. Ramrawan then fucking shoots up the entire fucking bathroom. Yeah. When he opens it up, it was the poor girl yeah. that got roofied and got raped by this motherfucker. Jesus, yeah. She got it fucking worse, man. And she yeah. and she even looked like she didn't even want to be there, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. And then the thing is, I forgot to mention, is that when he shoots up, he ends up fucking shooting Ty Sick, dude. He yeah. gets him pretty bad in that whole cliche area right here. Yeah, I put the, the cliche area on the side. <laughs> Everybody yeah. gets shot there. Yep. Everybody, dude. Yeah, and then uh, Ramrawan fucking takes off and he goes into the crowd and they have this badass like stare down at each other, like <laughs> yeah. in the crowd. Yep. And the way Ramrawan looks at him, he's like, it's like, I'm going to see you again, motherfucker. Yeah. But that that bathroom scene was fucking sick. That was such a sick fight scene, dude. Yeah. I fucking liked it. It basically says we got one more fight in the future between these motherfuckers, man. But yes, uh, he goes after them. Uh, they get into a car where Tysik fucking runs after him with his fucking like, Hatchet or where the fuck he has, dude. Yeah. And he like randomly steals a fucking car. Mm-hmm. All right. And then he gets a phone call from Mansock. And he says, he basically, he fucking admits, he goes, yeah, I take organs from people. And uh, basically what's going to happen, this part I didn't quite understand though. He says, uh, if you want to see Somi, you can do five years in prison. It's like, okay, fucker. Yeah. Like, okay. Like I'm going to fucking believe you, mm-hmm. you know? And then because of this shit. So he, did did he say if you want to see Somi or she doesn't get her organs removed, you're gonna have to do five years in prison? Yeah, I'm not sure. That made no fucking sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, I thought, I thought maybe I missed something, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But to this though, because he tells him that, this quote came out that was fucking so sick that Tysik said, and he says to Mansock, he says, "You only live for tomorrow. The one who lives for tomorrow gets fucked by the ones who live for today." fucking bars right there brother <laughs> fucking that was so dope but let's remember man he's wounded yeah. he got shot pretty fucking bad uh he then goes to the house of like an ex-comrade in the military yeah who like nurses him back to health but you dude you know that whole cliche that when you're about to die 
your life flashes before your eyes and shit. Yeah. Right? So he, he could potentially die right here as he's being nursed to health, right? Yeah. And his friend is tending him to his fucking wounds, and then he has this fucking flashback, and this is perhaps the saddest fucking scene of the film. And you go, you see Ty Sick with his wife. She is pregnant. Uh, the, she is in a car while Ty Sick is getting a baby, a gift for her, for their baby. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking fantastic shot of him outside. He's getting a phone call. And you just see the car. And then out of nowhere, you see a fucking massive truck just ram it. Yep. Oh, fuck. And then you see a hitman fucking come out and shoots Ty Sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the hitman gets shot immediately and gets killed. Yep. The thing about this fucking scene that got me, man, is that when the truck gets or the car gets ran by the truck, mm-hmm. Ty Sick doesn't move, bro. He's like he's paralyzed with fear. Yep. He's in so much shock that he can't even fucking move. It isn't until he is shot when he sees that like there's a lot of blood coming out of the car that his wife is in. Yep. Where he starts reacting and shit. Mm-hmm. And that shit was so fucking sad to me, bro. That shit got me. Mm. And and because of this, he retires as a hitman. Yep. Like this fucking scene. This is the reason he is no longer a hitman and now became a pawn shop owner. Yep. Away from that shit, man. Uh, luckily, his friend, the ex-comrade from the military, tends to his wounds. Uh, Tysik makes a recovery. He even cuts his hair, which I thought was fucking funny. This part could have been cut out. Was that he starts using like an actual fucking razor blade to cut his hair. Huh. But then fucking he has the machine and starts fucking cutting it off. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just fucking use that? Mm, well, I guess <laughs> technically if you you would want to use scissors first to cut off the bulk of it and uh-huh. then use that thing. Because if you ever try to use like the buzzer, when you have long hair, it just gets it gets caught and it's painful. So there's the explanation for that. Useless explanation. Uh, well, I had my hair cut. Yeah. <laughs> I just straight up just, mm, just fucking took it all off, bro. Uh, I don't know. I've had it before where like, it, maybe because I have coarse hair, it gets fucking, it gets jammed <laughs> and stuck. So they they cut like, a bunch of it off with the scissors first. Ah, okay. Kind of like in The Outsiders, dude, when Pony Boy gets the Johnny's haircut and shit like that. Remember Is that, that what happens? I do remember him getting his in, haircut. In the cabin? I, I don't know. And the, did they dye their hair blonde or something? <laughs> or one of them? Yeah. yeah. But back to the task at yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, the, the prepaid phone that he has again, that he's always had this whole time, right? He ends up getting, uh, he calls Dochi again, right? Mm-hmm. But then the thing is, Dochi is with Chigon, the detective. So does this make me think that Dochi was a fucking rat the entire time? Hmm. Perhaps he's the one that gave the tips? Yeah, that could be. Could mm-hmm. that be? Because I, fuck, if it is, man, fuck, someone tell me. Because I, I had to put the pieces together for that. Okay. So let's say Dochi is a fucking rat. All right? So now we have the conversation with Detective Chigon, and we have Tysik. And he basically says, he goes, hey, man, we're both looking for Somi. But I'm going to come after you. I'm going to catch you, motherfuckers, basically what he tells him. Because he, he has broken a bunch of rules. And because, well, not because of him, but he was in, in this massive whole fucking part of so many people dying yeah. and all that shit that's going on. And then we get into the next scene, brother, where Ramrawan is with Somi. All right. And this is kind of like, I don't want to say the downfall of Ramrawan, but like the thing is right here, because let's remember, Ramrawan had this badass fucking. Epic fight in a bathroom with Ty Sick, right? Yeah. So he's all scratched up and shit. Mm-hmm. Somi is now with the, like I mentioned, he's in pri- she's in prison with all these like little kids, right? Yeah. Ramrawan is with her and Somi sees that he's all scratched up. So he puts a bandaid on him, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't know too much about Ramrawan. All we know is that he's a fucking badass killer and shit like that. But the way he looks at her, it's kind of like let's let's fucking assume he ha- he didn't have exactly the fucking best of lives growing up and shit. Yeah. So he probably didn't have anybody looking after him and shit like that. So that little gesture that Somi does by putting the bandaid on him meant a lot to him, mm-hmm. right? And so let's remember now the old ass lady that fucking uh, got Hyo Jung's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for the license plate number. She's the one that comes out, right? Because she imprisoned uh, Somi, and Somi asks her. He goes, "Hey, if I'm, can I see my mom?" And she says, well, if you're good, you get to go home. Mm-hmm. But of course, that doesn't mean you go home. That just means that you're going to get your organs fucking used. Yeah. Right? As we find out. Yep. Yeah. As we fucking find out. And then this is a sad part right here is that you see a friend of Somi's, a little girl gets taken and they tell her, oh, she's going to go see her, her mom now mm-hmm. or she's been good. So she's going home. Yep. Right. And then when she says bye to Somi, you see that her, the little girl's fingernails are painted yellow. Mm-hmm. So that means that Somi did the, her nails on her. Yep. Uh, she doesn't do it for everybody. 
She only does it for people she likes. Yeah. All right. So let's remember that. Uh, in the next scene, dude. Oh, you know what, dude? One thing I forgot to mention is that when Tai Sik had the conversation with, um, uh, excuse me, with Chigon, mm-hmm. is that Chigon tells Tai Sik that there was a picture of Somi at an ATM, right? Oh, yeah, that she she's still alive because she yeah. she took money out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because of this, Tai Sik goes to the very same ATM. How he found out the same ATM, I don't fucking know. Unless Chigon told him and that wasn't part of the plot or part of the, the scene, which I think they should have fucking told him. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Uh, he observes a kid who is doing drug deliveries as, as we see. Yeah. And that's how you mentioned, right, bro? When mm-hmm. uh, he took the, uh, when I mentioned that the drugs are in these toys and yep. all he had to do was tip them over, you could see the fucking drugs. Yeah, yeah. So these very same toys, these little kids are doing deliveries and they're taking money out of these cards. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're getting the money. Uh, he goes and pursues this little kid, but he looks fucking caught up as fuck. Cause, dude, okay, I gotta say this shit, dude. Whenever someone is trying to like look inconspicuous, dude, they always have to get that ballpark hat, the cap, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that makes you even more caught up, dude. I see that shit in every fucking movie, every fucking show. Yeah. If you put a cap forward, you're gonna look even more caught up, man. <laughs> I need to see less of this shit in movies, man. Okay. And granted, this came out in 2010, but for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> but because of this, the fucking cops see him. He's like, he looks suspicious, so they go after him. He goes up like a flight of stairs, right, dude? Yep. Where he sees the little kid that did the drug delivery. He goes into the fucking car, and the car takes off. This is a fucking massive flaw right here, brother, is that he, the, this fucking truck or van, whatever the fuck that took the kid, mm-hmm. he took it, the car took off Yeah. while fucking Tysick is at the fucking second floor or whatever the fuck he's at. Yes. So the, the the truck is fucking far gone. Mm-hmm. So then he goes through the window, right, and fucking goes after him. Yeah. But then it's nighttime. How the fuck did he follow that car? That car was way gone. I don't know, man. That was far too convenient for me, dude. <laughs> I, I have it in my notes that that's bullshit. I did like the shot where he jumps out the window, like, into the first floor. That was dope, dude. That was pretty cool. That yeah. was fucking sick. I don't know if that was CGI, but it looked pretty cool. <laughs> hey, man. Have yeah. you ever seen the Raid movies, bro, by the way? Uh, the raid oh i've always wanted to see those but no i haven't the action sequences in those movies are fucking phenomenal Mm -hmm. i need to do my background and like if the cinematographer for the raid was in this shit then Mm -hmm. i i would believe it um but i doubt it all right let's just put that out there okay all right so i did say he tracks down this fucking truck right some i I don't fucking know how Mm -hmm. but this fucking leads him to this like drug plant it's like a site where these kids are forced into labor right uh, Jung Sok is there and when uh, Tai Sik goes and just kind of like peruses through the area it's kind of like a morgue as well right because he sees like the victims yep. like he pulls them out and shit like that mm. and you see that they're dead obviously and then their eyes are gone yep. and shit like that and then the, the sad part is that he pulls another of them out and you don't see you can tell it's a little girl mm. but you don't see the little girl's face but you do see that it's a little girl with yellow fingernails. So it's Somi's friend that went home because she was being good. Yeah. But right? he, he thinks it's Somi, right? That's, uh, could, that's, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's the one that does the fucking... Mm. The, yeah. Uh, I might have brought this up. I don't know. But Somi did a yellow a finger uh, nail on him as well. Yeah, you know, I noticed he had one later on in the movie. But I mm-hmm. don't remember when she did it. Maybe, I don't either. Maybe I missed that part. A little nitpicks right there, brother. But yeah, dude, so I already mentioned, so this pisses him off, right? Let's assume that he thinks that that's Somi in there Mm -hmm. and the thing, right? Yeah. So he goes apeshit. He sees anybody there, he shoots all these fucking people. He sees Jungsok and he fucking shoots him, dude. The badass that he is, he fucking calls Mansok, dude. Mm -hmm. And he starts torturing the shit out of Jungsok, dude. Yep. And he tells him, he says, uh, like, where's Somi? You need to tell me, blah, 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 whatever, you know? Um... But thing, the thing is that when he's torturing uh, Jung Sok, Man Sok can hear the whole fucking thing. He loves his brother. Yep. So he fucking goes crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. And what he ends up doing is that he fucking blows up the entire site, but he frees all the children, mm-hmm. thankfully. Uh, and then even the explosion, uh, Man Sok can fucking hear it. Mm-hmm. When he hears it and he realizes that, fuck, man, my brother's dead, you can, he- you can hear him going to a, uh, one of his other henchmen, and he says... Tell Ramrawan to rip her fucking eyes out. Yep. Right? 
So now that's the next scene. Ramrawan is with a surgeon, mm -hmm. and they are prepping Somi to take her fucking eyes, man. And he fucking has her, man. They, pre they pretty much, like, they're there. They have her under the procedure and everything. And then we get to the next scene where Tysik goes to Mansok's, like, villa or hmm. his where the fuck he lives, right? Yep. But the thing is, like, Mansok is there with his henchmen and Ramrawan is there too. Yes. First of all, how the fuck did Tysik know he was there? Like, where to go? Um, yeah, they don't <laughs> explain that part. But... They don't. <laughs> But remember one's already there, so then you're like, oh shit. Like, did they already fucking they already yes. did this to Somi, right? Yeah, so it cuts the scene where they're about to cut her eye, it looks like, mm -hmm. and then it just it just cuts to the next scene, which is that scene, I think, right? Yeah, or... yeah, it's that scene, that mm -hmm. very scene. So it's not explicitly implied, but mm -hmm. it you're just supposed to it's a later time. Yes. Yeah, because remember one's already there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh the thing that I thought was Fuck, dude, that house looked cool, huh? Hmm? The way he, there's that water and he's like fishing for yeah, shit. Yeah. And the thing is that he's fishing for a container when yeah. Tysik is there and he throws him a container with eyeballs. Yep. Tysik is looking at this and, bro, the way I've been explaining that Tysik's crying scenes are fucking great, man. They are fucking fantastic, bro. The way he grabs this fucking container. And then you see that he has the yellow nail painted on. Mm -hmm. And he, fuck, dude. He sees that it's Somi's eyes. And he it goes, he goes apeshit, bro. Yep. He fucks up everybody, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's like a fucking badass shootout plus fight scenes and everything. And then while that's going on, dude, Ramrawan is looking at this. And he's like looking and he's saying, you know what? This motherfucker. I'm low he like, he points his gun at him, but he starts lowering his gun, right? Yeah. Because he knows, all right. He's going to fuck everybody up here because we pissed him off. Yeah. And I'm preparing myself for our fucking epic final battle that's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, he fucks up everybody up. And then Ramrawan, he he puts his gun down. And no guns in this fight, but there is a knife fight. Yep. Uh, what I like, what I love about this fucking fight scene is I like that they do the point of view of each fighter mm -hmm. uh, as they're fucking each other up. There's even a scene where the camera gets a little, a little bit of blood on it, right? Mm -hmm. And then it just fucking, like, dude... They're fighting and they're doing this badass like uh, knife fight, mm -hmm. and it's pretty good. And then it just randomly fucking stops, like fucking, uh, um, Tyson just fucking stabs him. Yeah, and that heart, yeah. that fucking like I was like, no, dude, you can't just you can't just end it abruptly like that. Yeah, because like the way they milked it this up to be that this was the final battle between these fucking uh -huh. guys. The fucking second fight in the bathroom was a lot longer than this one. You know what this kind of reminded me of is uh. The John Wick, not the first one, which I mm -hmm. loved, but I think it was the second one with the Ruby Rose. Did you ever hear of that actress? No. She was like the main villain in the second one, or not the main villain, but she was like the main henchman, I guess, right? And then towards the end, it's kind of like a similar setup where they have guns, right? And then she just decides, all right, I'm going to put my gun down and fight fucking John Wick, you know, hand to hand, <laughs> like worst decision ever, right? Yeah. Come on. And it just ends like that, too. He just fucks her up and kills her. And it's <laughs> oh, like, man. Oh, well, you fucked up. I was left so disappointed with this. I mean, it started off really good. Uh -huh. I liked how Ramrawan like fucking lowered his gun and said, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight this motherfucker." Yeah, but he fucked up. He just shot him, man. He should. He could have just shot him right mm -hmm. there. And if it was like anticlimactic, it was too abrupt for me. It left me disappointed. I, I this could have gone a lot longer. Yeah. For, especially for a final battle between them. Huh. So now he goes after. Excuse me. Holy shit! Another bird brother. Mm -hmm. He, he has his eyes set on uh, Mansok. This is the last motherfucker he has to kill. Mm -hmm. um, this was fucking dumb, though. It's because, like, he, he's, he locks himself in a car. Yeah. It's a bulletproof car. Yeah. He fucking shoots him, and he says, like, oh, you idiot, it's bulletproof. You're not going to get me. Uh -huh. But he keeps fucking shooting at him. Uh -huh. The one thing I do like is that for every shot that he, he shoots his gun, uh -huh. it cuts to a different angle of what the parking lot looks like. Oh, okay. Fucking, that was good shit right there. But then it eventually goes through and kills Mansog, which is like, you fucking moron. If it's bulletproof, sure. But fucking move, you idiot. Don't just stay there. <laughs> He's like paralyzed in fear. You could, you... He could have just kept moving and then he could have been out of bullets. Yeah, but he had another magazine. I think he was just talking about uh, the because he reloads to kill himself, at, like to try to kill himself afterwards. Mm -hmm. But I thought you would have loved this scene, man, because he does everything you, you want. He shoots the fucking tires yeah. you know, to make him crash. Right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> uh, I did like it was realistic because he's oh the car is bulletproof, 
Um, which, by the way, they would have like better tires that would be shot out. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, if bulletproof glass, it is realistic. If if you shoot it in the same spot multiple times, it eventually will go through. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was a nice touch. Okay, so but still, like he could have fucking moved. He's in the front seat, man. He can't get over the shifter. Right? If I'm bad, if <laughs> this is a matter of life and death, bro. And again, I'm not rooting for this piece of shit. Yeah, Fuck yeah. man sock. Yeah, yeah. But like, dude, like, move, dumbass. Mm. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> okay, okay, just my logic right there. Yeah, yeah, but okay. he fucking shoots man sock. He's dead. Yep. So now everybody's dead. Remmer yep. one's dead. And now in his in in his opinion, he thinks Somi's dead too. So now it's like, what do I have to fucking live for now? Yep. Right? So it's like, yeah, the realization that he failed. He didn't save Somi. He didn't save her mom. So he pulls the gun on himself and he's about to attempt suicide, man. Yep. About to shoot himself. Mm-hmm. And then out of the shadows comes Somi. She's been alive the whole fucking time. She hugs Ty Sick for saving her. Mm-hmm. And again, brother, the fucking acting here, the crying scene, dude. And this fucking scene, he cries again. Dude, these are the manliest fucking tears I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> this was fucking fantastic, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, one bin, excuse me. I almost blinked on his name. One bin, dude. If this was the last fucking movie he did, what is keeping him from doing more shit? Mm-hmm. For dramatics and shit, I want to see him. I I gotta look into his like Wikipedia and see what like what other work he's done. Because mm-hmm. there is one film that he's done that I've seen him in. Okay, but he was a kid. I would have loved to have seen him like like being the main guy in a drama film, like uh with no guns and shit like that. I just want like a whole drama film. Okay, because this fucking dude's crying scenes are fantastic, man. Uh, yeah, and then this is where uh. Somi tells him that, yeah, uh, the surgeon, those are the surgeon's eyes. Yeah. And Ramrawan fucking spared her for being nice to him. Because let's remember, he put the bandaid on him. And that the way he looked at her, it's like, fuck, that meant a lot to him. Mm. So that's kind of like his downfall, right? Yeah. I guess he overpowered the surgeon and took his eyes out, which he did a pretty good job of getting his <laughs> eyes out. I know, right? But, I mean, I guess he, he was a knife guy, so maybe he's got some weird background in surgery true that the the thing about this scene though dude i I just praised it for all that that i knew it was Mm -hmm. but i wasn't like uh convinced that somi was dead though because those eyes in the container were way too fucking big for it to be a kid's yeah i don't know man yeah who the fuck knows i don't know right (laughs) yeah uh, that's just what i was thinking dude Uh um but it is a fucking like the way they embrace each other fucking great on the embrace meter, this is a fucking five out of five, dude. This was Ooh, fucking okay. great, man. Uh, so good right here. Um, but because of this shit, uh, Detective Chigon and the cops arrive on the scene. Uh, they end up fucking letting them because he's gonna get arrested for all the shit that happened. Mm-hmm. But they let him be in a car, cop car with a girl. Mm-hmm. That makes no fucking sense. You in what with, world would that fucking make sense? With Somi? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess. They were compassionate. They realized that he wasn't a bad guy. He True was because they found out he was a special agent, and they found out like that his wife had died. Mm. Oh, that's that true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're so right, they know, and he even tells them his motivation. I think, right? Well, mm-hmm. not really, but when he talks to the police guy, he says, Chigon. Yeah, "Yeah, Chigon." He says, uh, "He's like, I'm doing this because of this. That's all I know." He says like three sentences, right? Yes. And then he's like, "Oh, okay." So they know that his motives were just kind of pure, even though he did break a lot of laws and kill yeah. a lot of people. But yeah, and because of that, he gets arrested, dude. But not before one final goodbye, man. And this is how the movie ends, man. They they're looking at each other. They go back to the like, she get he gets him like back like a backpack, right? That mm-hmm. that she allegedly stole and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And he says his goodbyes, and he tells her like, "Hey, you're gonna have to be on your own now, because I'm gonna be arrested for this shit. But can I give you a hug? Mm-hmm. Because in the scene when like uh, she came out. She's the one that gave him a hug. He didn't wrap his arms around her or anything. Yeah. And then that's how it ends, man. A fucking tearful embrace. He puts his arms around her. You see him all fucking battered, beaten, and he's scarred. Another amazing crying scene. And put the fucking cherry on the top. You see his fucking nail art. The yellow one right there, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck, dude. Who the fuck is cutting onions, dog? Mm-hmm. That was fucking amazing. What a fantastic ending. And that was the fucking man from nowhere, dude. That was kick-ass, dude. I, I, I know I gave it a bunch of flaws, dude. Mm-hmm. But I praised it as well. Okay. Because this was a fucking badass movie, man. I love me a fucking good Korean film, man. I do, man. So let me get a swig right here, brother. Cheers. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's get into uh, some of the... The only thing I can say about the notable work is from one bin. 
Okay. I, I don't know anything else from any of the other uh, actors and stuff like that. So the only other movie I've seen from one bin, I'm also going to assume that you haven't seen him in anything, right, Bill? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So the other movie I've ever seen him in is Mother. And it's a film directed by Bong Joon-ho, dude. So if you've seen Parasite, if you've seen Okja, if you've seen Snowpiercer, uh, he is a, a fucking amazing director. And he did this movie called Mother. Have you seen Mother, bro? No. So Wan Bin plays a little kid who is uh, mentally challenged and he's accused of murder. Hmm. So kind of like Miracle in, in Cell Number 7. Okay. But a lot more visceral. Man. Okay. Yeah, this is not a heartwarming story by any fucking means. Man. Okay. And then his mother goes at all lengths to fucking make sure that he is innocent, dude. Mm. It's such a fucking great film, man. Fucking absolutely good. And then this is not a film by Win Won uh, Bin, but uh, there, this is a Korean film uh, that's underrated that I want to bring it to everybody's attention. And that is The Yellow Sea. All right. So imagine taxi, like a, a taxi driver mm. with like hitmen and shit like that. So basically collateral, the Korean version of it. Okay. Like that. Yeah. So go out of your way and check out The Yellow Sea. Mm. All right. So what do you say, brother? I think it's time to give it the overall ranking. What do you say? Let's do it, man. Let's do it, brother. You don't mind? Let me go first, yeah? Good. Because, man, I love me a fucking good Korean film, brother. Everybody knows that. If anybody ever has any like foreign films, you know I'm going to fucking go out of my way and check it out. But overall, man, I got to say, I love the fucking action. The characters were fucking great, man. Uh, I was truthfully rooting for Sobe. I think Tai Sik was a fantastic actor. I want to see him in more shit. Uh, his crying scenes were fucking excellent, man. Uh, the manliest tears I've ever fucking seen, man. Uh, even I was even some of the villains were fucking badass. Like fucking Ramrawan in particular was a fucking total badass, bro. And uh, I really like that they didn't shy away from any of the visceral stuff, you know, because you see fucking people being disemboweled. You see drug used. Uh, you don't see someone get raped, but someone gets raped, you know. Like, and then they put dramatics with into it, man. Uh, I did bring up some minor flaws. I uh, did not like the fucking ending fight scene between Ramrawan and Taisik. I thought it was too short. Um, kind of left a sour taste in my mouth, so I had to knock it down a point for that. But overall, this movie fucking kicks ass. Give me seven and a half stars out of ten, brother. Okay. This is a fucking badass movie. Okay. Thank you, uh, Ivan. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, this movie, I'd never heard about it before, um, so I watched it today. Um, it's not really my kind of movie i i kind of felt like i was dragging a little bit in the beginning but right around the halfway point it really started to grab my interest so i was more engaged in that last half i don't have a problem with the acting the actors i think did a very good job um there's nothing that jumped out at me as being particularly bad the cinematography i thought was pretty good i'm not a cinematography buff like you but mm -hmm. nothing uh jumped out at me as being terrible i think the the story was interesting there was a lot of layers. I was confused a little bit in some parts, but um, that could have just been kind of like a lack of attention. Um, I may have to watch it a second time. But overall, I'm going to give this one a 6.5. Nice, brother. Fuck yeah. Because I know you're not as keen on uh, foreign films as I am. Mm -hmm. So I thought you were going to give it like low, like pretty low. Uh, in the, the first half, I was going to go a little bit lower, but the last half, I definitely was more engaged, as I said. So I it definitely bumped it up a little bit. But yeah, this is typically not the kind of movie that I would go out of my way to watch. Uh, but all said and done, it's not bad. It's it, it it was a decent watch. Nice, brother. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Shit like that. So, all right, brother. One more swig for the good man right here, brother. And let's wrap this episode up. Bottoms up. Cheers. All right. And we're going to end it right there. Thank you all so much for taking your time out of the busy a day to check out this podcast. Please join us next week. We got a very fucking special episode, man. I can't wait to fucking do that one, man. That one's going to be dope. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking wait for it. It's, it yeah. All I'll say is one of my favorite comedies of all time. So if you know me well, you th I think you know which one I'm talking about. All right? So remember to be kind to one another. Much love to all of you. And kick off 2024 in a great way, all right? Much love to all of you. Peace. Mwah. See you later.
Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week for a special episode as we review one of my favorite comedy films of all time. And that movie is... Wayne's World. A film directed by Penelope Spears. Please do yourself a favor and blast Bohemian Rhapsody as loud as you can. And then watch the film and join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all, and bottoms up. Bottoms up.